Yeah, there's no doubt that all the COVID issues certainly impacted the uh, the Edmonton Elks in the past season too, right? Uh, it was, it was restriction and exemption program and all that kind of stuff. We hope that that is all going to be gone for good. We'll see. Yeah. Here's hoping, yeah. right? The, the Elks got bad, dealt a bad hand. Yeah, absolutely. Years, you know, really, and and because of the the COVID restrictions, and you know, they switched the LRT thing going on, the delays in the LRT along that uh, line that that really slowed things down. Yeah, there were a lot. Uh, yeah, the, the the digital ticketing didn't go over very well, even though every franchise in North America pretty much does digital ticketing now. Yeah. It wasn't. It was still a backlash. Yeah. But, you know, and it also impacted the Edmonton Oilers, too. And now, finally, uh, we are going to have a full house again. So we wanted to bring Cam Moon in because he's going to be calling the game this weekend uh, as the Oilers take on Montreal. And uh, Cam Mooner, you're always excited to call a game. I know you. That's the way you are. But you're probably amped up a little bit more because you're going to have a full house to to feed off of. Well, yeah, Daryl, there's lots of things to be excited about. There's a game. It <laughs> Thank will you. Be full. Uh, Montreal's in town, so it makes it quite an atmosphere. The hotel pen in Chicago was amazing. Oh like, God! There's there's a lot of good things here, Daryl. Like I'm talking, this is now the clubhouse leader on the season, by the way, Chicago. Uh, on, on on the pen front. Yeah. Hotel. Yeah. Oh, a very nice one. <laughs> How about that? Spit it out. <laughs> Share the wealth, there, buddy. There's, there's lots of good ones in downtown Chicago, apparently, and we were at one of them that had the best pen. So wow. good for them. I'm very happy with it. Oh, good gracious. Was that frustrating to, to, to be in, in a U.S. building with a full house and then know that coming home it was either going to be it was going to be like half full or something like that? Yeah, no, for sure. You go to, you know, Chicago was a, a great example. It was full. It was loud. I mean, they did the, the tribute to Duncan Keith, which was really cool. Uh, and yeah, and then you know, in, in Los Angeles uh, earlier this year, I mean, the atmosphere is amazing, and in Vegas, and, and and the one that really sticks out is is when the team was in Montreal and they had absolutely nobody there. It was a seven to two game, and it didn't even feel like you were at an NHL game. But uh, yeah, half's not not great. It, it was better than than nothing. But uh, I'm looking forward to to full and to Saturday night and Montreal in town, two Canadian teams. So it just, it amps everything up. I, I, I absolutely can't wait for, for tomorrow. So that, that's the day it's, it's quick. I mean, it, this was a long trip. It was a 12 day, five game excursion. And then you have to get right back at it tomorrow, but that's life in the NHL for just about everybody right now that the season is, is uh, you know the games are packed in pretty tight, but yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Hey, Ken, that was your first trip to Chicago, right? Yeah, that's quite a town. How'd you How'd you like the anthem? I it was full. Oh, yeah, I, I I was told the anthem's pretty good, and I'm thinking to myself, how good could the anthem be? Well, it turns out it's pretty good. You know, everybody's standing; they're they're making noise. The I mean, the guy singing, belting it out like there's no tomorrow. It's, yeah, it's it's an emotional experience to tell you the truth. Like, I had to like kind of regroup myself to, to start calling the game when the anthem was over. That that's uh, that's amazing, really. I love it. There's that one part where you don't think they can get any louder, and then they get louder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine what that would have been like in the old building in Chicago. Yeah, 
It was rocking. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you know, it was the only place you made sure that you were on the air for the anthem because you had to have it because it was just such a, uh, just almost a, just a, just a, a wonderful experience that you just look around and go, wow, I've never felt this before. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, it, it was. It, it was great. Like they, they love. They love the game there. They love their team. Uh, and and you know, you go to some markets and. There's some people that like the team, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not really, uh, you know, what would you call a, you know, a hockey traditional atmosphere always. And, you know, it, and there's been some buildings and I mean, there's been, been COVID issues and stuff where it's, you know, half full or whatever. So it's, it's not quite the same vibe as, as Chicago as that was, that was a true NHL experience, and, and I feel very fortunate to have had it last night. And another NHL experience, especially in Canada. Anytime you get some of those original six, especially Montreal and yeah. Toronto coming through, it's always a wild atmosphere. You throw that in on a hockey night in Canada night, on a Saturday oh. night, finally a full house, everybody full of food and beverage, the whole thing. Uh, Saturday ought to be uh, quite quite the buzz, quite the entertaining uh, spectacle, I would think. Yeah, I exactly. And, and Daryl, the I know the Canadians have had their ups and downs this year. There's, a lot of downs. downs. Yeah, a lot of downs. But they got Marty St. Louis in there now. They're playing a lot better. They won last night in Calgary, which, you know. Calgary's been mowing over everybody. Oh, and then there's yeah, a lesson for amazing. the Oilers, huh? Yeah, they've got, they got a really good team. Calgary's got a really good team. But uh, Montreal's playing better. And anytime they come to Western Canada, uh, they always have you know, that strong following, yeah. just like Toronto does, right? These are um, the love of teams that dates back generations, exactly. as you know. Yeah. So it's inherited it's, joy. Inherited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, misguided. Hey, misguided. Misguided. It may be, Darryl, hey, whatever. 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 Uh, you have... You have the call uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, let's see, is the puck drop at 5? Is this an early game, I guess? So it, it brightens up everybody for the East? Yeah, yeah, wow. that's, Crazy. that's what happens. Yeah, when Montreal and Toronto roll through on Saturday, it's we not an 8 o'clock game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's looking not forward to be the 8 o'clock game. There you go. Uh, looking forward to it. Thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, boys. All right, cheers. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.